Hey, Rad Dads, we're back. I'm Rob. I'm Sal. And this is the second episode of season two. Can you believe it? Uh, Sal, can you believe it? What? what? This is the second episode. Of oh, two. yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and we have some really fantastic news for our listeners out there. We surpassed 1,000 downloads. That all is, thanks to you guys. All thanks to you. And that's only two seasons. So I can't, or that's only one season. I cannot even imagine what we're going to do at the end of season two. Maybe we'll start giving things away. Who knows? Oh, shit. Giveaways. Well, maybe maybe like we'll do that. a giveaway. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So <clears throat> with, with obviously 2020 coming to a wrap, COVID's over. And we're in 2021 and everything's good now, right? Yeah, right. COVID's over, right? COVID's over. No, wrong. So with our CDC update, Sal is going to give us an overview of what to know about this Uh, vaccine. Eight things to know about the U.S. COVID-19 vaccination program. First thing you really need to know about the COVID-19 is that it's still around. (laughs) And the motherfucker ain't going away anytime soon. Uh, So safety of COVID-19 vaccine is of top priority. That's number one. Number two, according to the CDC, COVID vaccination will help protect you from getting COVID-19. Two doses are needed. So I don't know how up to date this this website is, but I think I just read yesterday that they confirmed the um, the the mutated strand from UK is in New York City. So I don't know if this COVID vaccine is going to handle or take care of that strain so are you looking, that mutation is the vaccine applicable to both moderna and pfizer's this or is just this- generic what to know about the covid vaccine it, they're not saying specific if it's towards pfizer or um moderna this is just as general covid vaccination from the cdc so the last thing i heard was that the vaccine should take care of the mutation And the mutation is not only in New York, but it's also in Colorado, apparently. And I heard a third place. I'm not exactly sure where, but I'm pretty sure there's a third place. I I think I'm just going to fucking pack up and move to Fiji. (laughs) I don't think the COVID COVID hit Fiji. (laughs) Fucking Christ. Uh, So number three, CDC is making recommendations for who should be offered COVID-19 vaccine first when supplies are limited. You want to hear something fucked up? I know we promised not to curse on our, our, our podcast and try and keep it family friendly. We but definitely never said that. So it's my, listed as explicit on Apple. So <laughs> my, my, my parents go to the doctor and they ask about the COVID-19 vaccination. And the, the doctor said they will not be getting it. Why not? The doctor passed a like snide comment. He goes, ShopRite will probably get it before we do. ShopRite actually has 30. I read 39 locations that's distributing it. So, how, uh, how fucked up is that? ShopRite Pharmacy is administering COVID-19 vaccinations, but doctor's offices don't have them. But is the ShopRite a sh- so I'm not familiar with ShopRite ph- pharmacies, but is that an actual pharmacy or is it like a Walgreens? Like, is it a shop and shop? I, I don't Dude, know. It's, it's a walk up counter. Can I? Here's my prescription. Give me my medicine. It's the yeah. same. I haven't been in a grocery store in years, and this and since COVID happened, I drive up, I 
pop the trunk and someone puts my groceries it's, in. It's, just, it's like a Walgreens pharmacy. You walk in, oh, here's okay. my here's my prescription. And, you know, if you go to the, the one next, in the next town over, it's a small, small operation. So how does, how does a fucking grocery store get it before the doctor's office? It's a I, pharmacy. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Not a grocery <laughs> store. So number four. There is currently a limited supply of COVID-19 vaccine in the United States, but supplies will increase in weeks and months to come. Can you pass me the bourbon? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. Pass me the bourbon. (laughs) This is is my vaccination right there. I just handed it to you. Number five, after COVID-19 vaccination, you may have some side effects. Grow an an extra ear, an extra limb, uh, inflammation of the testicles, Soreness, soreness of your ass. Oh my god! For a second, I thought you were being serious. I was like, "Oh man, those are some nasty side effects." That's like when me, me and my kids are watching, right? And some of those, like, um, oh my god, some of those, like Cialis or whatever comes on, and they're like, "You may sh- shit, you may have bloody stool." My son's yeah. like, "What's bloody stool?" I'm like, "Something you don't want to have." He goes, "Daddy, how does that help you?" I go, "Well, it helps the one thing, but it hurts the other." He's like, "That's a horrible medicine." I said, "Exactly." You may never. You may have never-ending diarrhea. <laughs> you might get elephantitis of the balls, but it will cure your sore throat. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so uh, yes, yeah, so they're saying that this is normal sign that your body is building protection. Some of the side effects. Um, if you want to know what the side effects are, <laughs> click on <laughs> click on the link. Uh, okay, number six, cost is not an obstacle to getting the vaccinated uh, to get vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Uh, is that because it's free or it's really? Like, I, well, I heard it's, it's like twenty bucks or something. Depends on who you ask. I don't know. It says uh, vaccine doses purchased with United States pa- uh, taxpayer dollars will be given to the American people at no cost. Hmm. Interesting. Number so what seven. What the hell's taking so goddamn long to get the vaccine out? Um, number seven. The first COVID nineteen vaccines are being used under emergency use authorization uh, from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Many other vaccines are still being developed and tested. Hmm. Number eight. We're done with the list after this one. Uh, COVID nineteen vaccines are one of many important tools to help us stop this pandemic. You're a fucking tool. <laughs> That's besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the eight things to know about COVID-19 vaccination. Well, that was great. Thank you for the CDC update. Oh, you're very welcome. (laughs) So I will ask you again on the third straight episode. Are you going to take it? (laughs) Uh, No. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, what you just read off, it's perfectly fine. Don't worry about Don't worry about the thing growing from your ass. (laughs) Don't worry about elephantitis of the nuts. So, yeah, uh, I will not be getting it. Will you be getting it? Uh, probably not. But we both literally took a sip of water at the same time. And there's like three seconds. Three <laughs> seconds of dead space. Of dead space. That I'm going to have to edit out. I'm like, Sal's like, what are you looking at? You gave me like that look. And I'm like, mon- I monitor the, <laughs> the podcast. And there's just dead space. Um, great. Ah, it's all good. I'm probably gonna edit out that whole section, but who cares? Where in our town, 
I honestly feel like not that people aren't taking it seriously, but almost it has it's having a limited impact on our on on our town, on our kids, on Do you think so? I, Fucking school is still hybrid bullshit schedule. Well, I have one kid who's hybrid. I have another kid who's full time. Yeah, well, so you can go scratch, go pound salt, <laughs> my that's friend. Great, let me tell you. I would love if they were both. I understand they're both hybrid or the hybrid solution, but I would say comparative to other schools. So I have friends in in other towns where they're and people I know in other towns who their kids aren't in school. They're one hundred percent remote. So I couldn't imagine our kids being 100% remote. I, I'm not exactly sure what we would do at that point. I, I, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I think I'd move to a different state that had full-time school. <laughs> My, see, the kids are suffering. They are not learning. So you know an interesting thing, right, Sal, that we were talking about before, is we're getting ready to set up an interview with a principal at a school. Indeed we are. And we will get her take on remote learning and virtual learning and how the impact it is to the school or to the to the school and to the kids and how effective it is. I, I'm looking forward to it. So so she she won't be given her real name, right? She'll be will be hiding her identity. I don't know. That's a good question. I have to ask her that. We'll bring in the other principal we know. <laughs> and the other thing we do. Because in our fantasy football league, we can bring him in too. Because actually those are two different perspectives. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, this just goes down the same path we were talking about earlier. With, with, I, we have a whole bunch of stuff. We brainstormed two months ago. We've already blown up our plan because we are getting interviews and people want to get on our show. That's how popular we are, people. Woo! Thousand downloads, bro. Thousand Come downloads. On. Keep it up. I'm not sure who pumped those stats, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Pod Podbeam, right? Podbeam gave us those stats, but I'm curious who's downloading that much. Look, when we hit 5,000, we'll give away Rob's shirt that he's wearing. I thought he was going to say my, <laughs> my MacBook. <laughs> we can give that away, too. We, it comes with a dongle. <laughs> it comes with two dongles. I have one upstairs. <laughs> All right, come on. We got to talk about the vac- vaccination. All right. So, are, are you, you, so you're not taking the vaccination? I don't think so. Not at this time. No. How about, are you giving it to your kids? If I'm not taking it, they're not taking well, it. Well, what, what are you going to do if the, the schools force us to vaccinate our kids? Uh, then I will take it first. <laughs> and I won't let them take it if I'm not going to take it. I'd rather See, them that, stay that's, remote. That's an interesting question. It is an interesting question, but can they actually... I guess they can. They can force it because they force it for vac- other vaccines. Yep. So, uh, to be fair, I would definitely take it before them because it's such a new medication and I don't know, I'm not a doctor, maybe we should bring a doctor on, but what the success factor is of new vaccines and the impact and the long-term, you know, impact that, that, that that's discovered. my concern is the long-term impact that, that we are not aware of and that cannot be determined because it's such a new medicine. Yeah. And I guess we'd have to bring on a doctor to understand like, what's the history of new vaccines and their, and their long-term impact. Like, is it? Like, is there any, or are vaccines pretty much net neutral or, you know, because honestly the flu, right? The flu only takes care of one strain. And then there's a thousand other strains that are out there. And that's my issue with these vaccines that they tout. But what about hep A, hep B, um, chicken pox now, measles, like a lot of these viruses are completely eradicated because of vaccines. Yeah, right. But that was one strain. They weren't mutated strains. 
they they were agreed but is they and i guess again this is way out of our understanding but is it because they nipped it in the butt early or is it just because they didn't mutate or like i, I don't know yeah uh, you know what? Like, can, what drives the mutation? Can you put this on pause? I'm just going to get my doctor's hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Dr. Sal here. Uh, so, Rob, that, keep your pants on. <laughs> no test today, <laughs> Rob. No test. Um, but that that that's my issue. Is um, not you keeping your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, or, then. Or, <laughs> <laughs> we're pulling them off. Is... You know they 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 want everybody to the, it starts with the va- the the flu vac- vaccination. They want everybody to get the flu vaccine, get the flu vaccine, get the flu vaccine. Every year you get the flu vaccine. Oh, another strain came out, so the flu vaccine you took may not work for the strain that that just surfaced. So, but, but the other thing, so the the interesting thing, right? If you think of the different vaccines we have to take, the measles shot you get once, I think, right? The flu you have to take every year. Hep A you have to take multiple. There's a couple other ones, like when I had to travel abroad, not with abroad, but <laughs> abroad. I had to. Oh, this is a great episode. This is one of the best way to start off season two. I had to take certain vaccines prior to going. When I was going oh, to wait. India, I had to take two different vaccines because it's not something that's relevant here, but it's relevant there. Mm. I forget what they were, but it was a one-time shot. There's other things that we take. The kids take chickenpox shots now. We never had that, and that's a one-time shot. No, I think I got. Oh no, I didn't. I that's had chickenpox. Right. Yeah, I, I got a chicken... scar somewhere. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Wherever. I, I had chickenpox when I was a kid, so I, I didn't get that. So that's part of one of the vaccinations. Yeah, so the kids now get it, but it's a one-time shot. Right. So you're so, vaccinated against chickenpox, the, the single strain of chickenpox. It doesn't mutate. I, well, why? now that they don't have chickenpox, they can't get. Shingles is the new thing for if you adults. had chicken pox, you, you can can't get sh- you can't get shingles. No, if you had chicken pox, you will get shingles. Oh, if you have never had chicken pox, you won't get shingles. So, I guess my point is is this vaccine gonna take care of all the mutations? Is it a one time because it's two doses? Yeah, but is it only two doses or you have to take two doses every year? And our workplace is gonna start enforcing it because as of where we are right now. England shut down. Germany, last time I read, is about to shut down. Does that mean the U.S. is about to shut down again? Like, how the fuck are we going to shut down again? Well, it is that's because of the strain, this this mutated England's strain. trying to stop the strain. Germany's, it's already gotten to New York. So I, it's yeah. already got to New York. It's just a matter of time of how quickly. I think the poor thing we did previously is we didn't fully believe that it was as contagious or deadly as it was. If you look at the stats, at least in, in our state, in New Jersey, because we've said it multiple times, there is higher cases, lower death rate right now. So the cases that are actually now out there is almost three times what it was in March. But the death rate is like half. And I don't know. If well, the, the, the majority the, of the death rate was in it was in nursing homes. Yeah, but I, the other thing is, it, is it the demographic... I'm looking at total. I'm not breaking down the the what's who's caught it versus who's been impacted by it. So I'm just looking at total numbers because one of the um, news outlets that so I get whatever blurbs in the morning that I read through as part of my daily routine is that 
is that really just at a holistic level and you're really not comparing apples to apples because you're talking about a 20 something versus a 60 plus and a 60 plus if he gets it is a lot more likely to pass away unfortunately right so i'm just saying like if if you look and this is one of my my brother's argument he's he owns a restaurant is that there's no science into when they were the indoor dining or whatever because they weren't giving them numbers behind what they were saying. No, of course. They don't have the data to back up their... Yeah. their... So now there's data, and now if you look at where we were in March and April, we're not in the same place as we are now. So what's driving that? And the belief that the summer killed it off didn't happen. No. So what's the long-term solution? Because this vaccine, even though it's distributed, not everyone's getting it. Now I see healthcare workers getting it because I don't think they have a choice. Yes, I agree. I don't think they have a choice. I think they would have the very first ones to receive it. But then, you know, af after the after the first day of of uh, the country or United States administering the vaccines, the next day there was a woman I read in a paper. She had a very bad reaction to the to the vaccine. So Did she get a third arm. No, I think she had elephantitis of the nuts. <laughs> I hope she didn't pass away and we're cracking jokes. Um, I heard, I read that too, but I'm not exactly sure if it was one person out of the thousands that they, that they vaccinated. So there was one woman that, that she had an adverse reaction. Uh, I think they, they said it was a, it was a really bad allergic reaction. And there's another woman uh, that I believe went into a coma. So that'd be it's, my fucking luck. So I, I don't know, you know, you you read stories. Who do you believe? What do you believe? Uh, the stats, you know, the stats, w what they're supposed to be. So I have a very hard time. If I can't, if I can't do it and, 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 and prove it my own, on my own, with the data I research and I, and I, I have a hard time believing it. How, how do you have time to research all this when you're managing our social media department? Uh, what can I say? <laughs> a man of many a mysteries. Ma a man of my caliber. <laughs> Wears many hats. So earlier today, Sal asked me, what's what's my catchphrases, right? Fuck and that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe is what, I believe is what you said. <laughs> and I respond back, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> I, I sent him a picture. He told me what he paid for a bottle of Eagle Rare a few weeks ago. Uh, 50 bucks and I sent them a picture of someone found it for twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> and I knew when I bought I got to the register and I actually told somebody I told my wife when I got home I was like I felt so bad I was like I know this is overpriced I know it should be under $40 Rob was violated but I just couldn't there was a line behind me and we're in COVID everyone's wearing masks and people are staying six feet apart I almost went back and put it back and got the the Elijah Craig which was marked at 30 bucks on the shelf I was so I was so flabbergasted. Fifty bucks. He got 50 pork. Bucks. And I and I drank all of it to make sure I got my money's worth. <laughs> oh my god. Is that the New Year's Eve bottle? That was the New Year's Eve bottle. That I didn't even get drunk. Of. Are you sure it was uh, Eagle Rare? It may have been maybe. It was it Eagle Spare? Freaking <laughs> in, in a in a bottle. Oh my god. So <laughs> I think COVID is far from over. I know everyone's very excited about 2021 and getting rid of 2020, but I think 2021, it's going to just be almost as bad. I optimistically hope that come July, all this shit's behind us. I don't think that's likely. I don't know what your take is. 
I remember that guy, um, uh, what's his name, Dr. Oz, he's talking about herd vaccine, vaccination or herd something. I forget what it's exactly called. And if most people get vaccinated, it's going to die her, down. Herd immunity. Herd immunity. So it's going to, most of the stuff's going to die down if everyone. So great. Everyone else get the vaccine and I'll be immune. That's perfect idea. What, I, what I'm very curious to see, and I'd love to hear any listener who's listening, give us feedback, iTunes, Facebook, or get on our Facebook page, blast us. What do you think businesses are going to do? There's businesses out there, um, Google, Facebook said they're not coming back until the fall of 2021. I'm not even sure fall's reasonable at this point. So, and listen. I'm these, actually surprised that we haven't gone into lockdown again. I'm surprised. Given the rise in numbers. So am I. And I know they're not going to reopen indoor dining, and that really sucks for some of the small businesses. But the reality is, <laughs> I don't even know what the reality well, they is. Just vetoed, they just vetoed a bill in New Jersey to, to extend outdoor dining, right? Well, they, they vetoed it because who's going to freaking really be outdoor dining? I mean, right now. And to be honest, it ends up coming down to the municipalities, too. No, they vetoed what I, sorry, what I understand is they vetoed increasing the outdoor dining capability. So he dropped it down, right? He dropped it down to whatever it is now, like 110 people or whatever. Two people per 50 square feet. It was like 25 people or something. The reality is if you're an outdoor dining facility and a lot of these, and a lot of these restaurants and what I'm seeing is all they're doing is putting a tent outside and putting down the walls. How is that any different than being Putting up the walls. Putting what I mean by putting down the walls is dropping it down. Yeah, yes, yeah. putting and, it up. And, and, and introducing heat. Introducing heat. Yeah. Having a tent that's enclosed without any air circulation. How's it any better than being inside with a shitty filter? It's, it's system? outdoor dining. It's outdoor dining. So while I disagree with this, I, I, I think I disagreed with most of the, the approach our state took on indoor dining and dining in general – from spring through fall during winter i kind of agree with it and i hate to say it no I, look who's gonna freaking go eat outside when yeah, it's, when it's twenty eight? and honestly these restaurants need to be able to capitalize on delivery and as you so sal and i are trustees we are we are trustees of the education foundation within our town and one of the things the foundation did and it's and it's a nonprofit organization they we raise money to benefit the kids in the school, so we try to put together scholarships and, and different stuff. Um, it's all led by this fantastic woman, um, and and VP'd by some really great people and and really people who are all volunteering their time. We got but, a great great team, great team. But the thing they did for New Year's Day was we we helped a local business and a local restaurant, and we said we'll deliver. We'll take a delivery charge. We will put together prepackaged stuff and we'll charge you five bucks or whatever it was. I don't even remember for these prepackaged bundles. And we had like 10 of them and people, I think there was over 50 people did, who ordered. Did they take my suggestion and naming one of the orders, the ultimate hangover? It was definitely one that was a hangover <laughs> cure, but it was what these, what people may not know about the restaurants is when you use a Grubhub or you use a DoorDash, they take a pretty big cut. Yeah, so does do. Uber Dining. Uh, Uber delivery. So if you find places that are doing like educational foundation or nonprofits that are helping out and doing this to take a like a five five dollar surcharge or whatever it is, 
really utilize well, that and go when with When you those. say they take a big cut, they charge the restaurant. They charge the restaurant yes. like 30% or something yes. like that. So when you place your order, the restaurant doesn't get that full amount. Grubhub or whoever takes that, not even the driver, Grubhub, the organization takes it. So wouldn't it be cheaper for them just to hire drivers? It is and it's not. So it is if you can get the traction that these platforms get. Uber gets tons of business because it's Uber. Same thing with DoorDash. And it's really Dash, their platform is readily available on your phone. And you're using Grubhub because everyone's using Grubhub. Right. That's why it's beneficial for them. Um, and unfortunately, it eats into the bottom line for these restaurants. And yeah, sometimes it's better. Like if someone calls, yeah, but it, I mean, listen, my brother owns a pizzeria. He's been on the show. And the reality is they stopped delivering. And I used to, and I, I worked a couple nights there delivering and delivering in South Hackensack where you have no idea where you're going. It's great when you didn't grow up there. So, <laughs> right, how going it, back how, and forth over Route 80. How were the tips? They were all right. I mean, I make a lot of money. I just did it because he needed help. So, but they, they didn't did, do it long. Did anybody ask for extra anchovies? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what movie I'm referring to? Ooh. I think it's called... Uh, what the hell was his name? Lover Boy, I think it was called. They, oh, yeah. When they would, he would work at a pizzeria and they asked for extra extra anchovies. He would uh, he would lay the pipe to the to the woman <laughs> that answered the door. Oh my god, I wouldn't even know. And I'm like, I'm here for your pizza. <laughs> I want extra anchovies. Here's your pizza. <laughs> so uh, to get back to the vaccine, I, I found some side effects. Um, one of which is a pain at the injection site. So if you get the injection in the ass, you're going to have a pain in the ass. Uh, uh, Tiredness or fatigue, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, fever, swelling, or redness at the injection site. Again, if you get the injection in the ass, you're going to have some swelling and redness on your ass. I think they put it in your arm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nausea, (laughs) feeling unwell, swollen... Lymph nodes. Oh, I was waiting for you going. Where are you going? This is swollen. Uh, they said the side effects last for an average of one to two days. Uh, if it lasts more than four hours, then <laughs> call me. <laughs> then rush to the hospital because you may be in trouble. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're laughing about this. But I, yeah, all you can do is laugh. I mean, listen. That's Look, that's my way of coping with it. I joke about it. It's Look, I know it's not a laughing matter. Uh, matter. Uh, there are people that died, and, and it's, it's, it's a real thing. People have their own ways of, of dealing with this. Um, s- some some you may not agree with. You may not agree that I'm laughing about it and joking about it, but that's my way of, of dealing with it. It is, it's it, it's a terrible virus or that's out there, um, and and that's my way of the. The one thing I will say is that you have to take it seriously. So while we're joking about it and we're we're we're. Um, making easy of it or making light of it is the, what I was looking for. The reality is this is a real thing and people should be careful. But the reality is some of this is just, I mean, you read some of this shit and you're, you're you fucking mind. You go, you go dizzy. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And you get different information depending on what, what news outlet you go to. I don't give a crap what your political allegiance is. Health is health, and it really shouldn't matter if you're going to CBS, NBC, Fox. It should all be the same information. It doesn't matter if you're going to shop right for the fucking vaccine and your doctor doesn't have it. <laughs> Just don't ask him for it. 
<laughs> Just don't ask them for the testy test because they'll look at you weird. Be like, I'm here for the test and drop your drawers. Like, no, that doesn't work at shop, right? People, just yeah, letting you know. Go to your doctor for go that. Go to your doctor. All right. So I think, the, <laughs> I think we've beat up COVID literally for the last year. I hope this is the last time we fucking talk about this because I really want to move on. Do we? This ain't the last time. This is going to stick around for a long time. I know, but I'm hoping next time we we're going to have a follow up of the follow up of the follow up of the follow up episode. I know. And you guys really should see my mic because it's it's literally ghetto rigged and electrically taped. Oh, if we'll you take guys, a picture and put it on. If you guys were 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 part of the original gang, the two people that followed us and and when we first started, uh, I had a ghetto fabulous uh, mic because I broke my mic stand. So now Rob has it because he broke, broke his. his. Fuck. Fucking ridiculous. Who's laughing now, Rob? I literally twisted it and I handed it to Sal and he goes, you broke it, you dumb fuck. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And he's like, yeah, you did. Look. And it's literally snapped off. <laughs> I didn't even like, didn't even. <laughs> oh my God. Nonchalantly putting it back in the yeah. box. I said, dude, you broke your fucking mic. No, I didn't. I said, look at the pieces. Oh my God. <laughs> now it's now it's electrically taped to the stand. That was after the Clyde Mays rye. Yeah, which was delicious. That turned into an uh, interesting Sunday because we decided to record at 11 a.m. Interesting Sunday morning. Yeah. When I grabbed the bottle, when I was setting up to record, my wife goes, you're tasting today? <laughs> I said, it's close enough to noon. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. I mean, no she- wonder she was giving me looks when I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, by the time we, we recorded. and So and, we had technical difficulties last episode? Yeah, so I think by the time we, we actually sipped, it was like, 15 yeah no big deal that was our lunch yeah exactly liquid lunch liquid lunch all right so let's give a pause we should pause here don't we have a do we need a dad lesson we haven't had a dad lesson Uh, what's on the agenda here the dad lesson for today is go get the covid vaccine (laughs) (laughs) and let us know how it works out for you Oh, man. No, I think we should edit that out. I don't think we should use the COVID-19 as a dad lesson. So what should we do in dad lesson then? Hmm. Have you got one? No. Is there one in the notes? No, there's not. Oh, that's awesome. We'll be back. And we are back. We actually have a dad lesson. I know we uh, left off before. We said we didn't have one. We were just joshing. (laughs) We actually do. I'm totally editing that out, and now you fucked it. So... (laughs) Um, so, uh, the dad lesson is to make sure, uh, physical activity during COVID in the winter months. And that's not between you and your partner. That's the kids. (laughs) Make sure the kids have plenty of physical activity. Now that, uh, majority of the, uh, winter indoor sports are, are canceled or deferred due to COVID. But I actually... This didn't happen. I, was, I, I said I was going to do this past Monday, start this past Monday. I was going to start a uh, exercise routine daily for, for me and my family. So I have now since pushed that to this coming Monday where I'm going to try sit-ups, push-ups, jumping jacks, jump rope, so, you know, something. I send them outside and, I, and they're not allowed back in. <laughs> you lock the door. That, that, that works too. I, I Honestly, I think besides today, they were outside – um, I, I went to the office yesterday, but besides today, they were outside Monday and Tuesday. Today, just today, was, a bit, around. today was a bit chilly. That's going to be the problem. 
So without the basketball, that the recreational sport, I, I I'm going to really push the weekend uh, trips to the ski slopes, at least so they get something. And I told my sons that worst case, I said, I told them first one down down the hill, without falling gets hot chocolate. <laughs> Problem is they're both gonna get hot chocolate. But so we we got roller skates. So that's gonna that's the the activity for my kids. When it's 25 degrees, out, no one wants to roller skate. My kids wanted to go out today. Did they? Yeah. Uh, they, that's good they for were them. bugging my mother-in-law to go out to watch them, but I, I couldn't. I had meetings all day. So they were they were suited up, snow pants and all. Really? That's good. <laughs> uh, that's a good dad lesson. So just I, I think the overall lesson is make sure your kids are getting some sort of activity during during the winter because, <laughs> as Sal said last time, our kids are growing in height, but we don't want them to grow in width during <laughs> During this pandemic, you always gotta blame me for shit. Oh, you said it. You said they're going this way, not and this way. <laughs> yeah, my kids are growing vertically, not only vertically but horizontally. Yeah, I got the look of death today because my youngest goes, he slaps his thigh and he goes, you know, Daddy, I'm I'm fat. My wife's like, if they have a complex, I'm like, is <laughs> it me? You're you're to blame, Rob. I am because I it's I your know, fault. I'm the one who really like focuses in on on health. Yeah, you're fucking. Diet. You changed your religion. You're a pescatarian. I'm a pescatarian. If you saw if you saw our social media post, <laughs> that used to be my pescatarian religion. Now it's truly pescatarian. <laughs> I haven't eaten a piece of meat since October. Yeah, I think October. Bullshit! You had turkey for Thanksgiving. No, I didn't have turkey. Remember, I got too full. Oh, that's right. I did have your. I stand corrected. I did have your homemade uh, mozzarella? Though. All right. All right, as we promise every episode, we have a bourbon review. So, Rob, why don't you enlighten us as to what we are sipping today? So, we are sipping Calumet Farms Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey, small batch. It is a sexy bottle, as all Calumets are, with the exception. So, the one thing that I did notice, the Calumet 14-year is a is not like these bottles. It's more of a... Um, slender. A slender cylinder type bottle cylindrical like this is more of like a heart shape right yeah i guess so <clears throat> this, this is short and fat this is short and fat like me so the other one is versus tall and, tall and, tall and skinny. skinny which is like neither <laughs> me nor sal so <laughs> but the 14 year was at the store in town oh, and yeah? i may go buy it because what i saw online is 114 and they were selling it for literally 114 what about peerless it's a bottle of peerless uh rolling around somewhere no yeah i have it <laughs> It does. It's pretty good. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, so getting back to the tasting notes, Calumet's Farm Small Batch Bourbon Whiskey is distilled in Asian Kentucky, the heart of bourbon and horse country. It is aged in a deeply charred number four oak barrels, then hand-selected for premium quality. It is carefully crafted into a bourbon worthy of carrying the name of one of the most prestigious horse racing farms in all of history. And that's actually on their label, I believe. What? Yeah, the that, Calumet Farm. No, 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 that exact read oh, off. I read it oh, off I the website. No, it's no actually idea. on their, on their I, label I also. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's something. No, that ain't fucking on there. Yeah, let's fucking read this back here. Um, the mash bill is 74% microscope to read that. I know, but it's there. 18% rye and 8% malted barley. Have we heard malted barley anywhere else? Yes. Where, yeah, uh, yeah, 
the other calumet we, we shipped. But that's the only other one. I've heard yeah. malted yeah. barley, right? Yeah. So then their barrel mix, there's a 13-year and a 7-year, and they don't really specify on the um, on the small batch. So this is, since this is a small batch, it's only a 50, 50 barrel in each small batch. Um, but they don't specify the bottle we're tasting if it's a 7 or 13-year. Um, I assume it's a 7-year. I don't know if they just mix it. But it's it's um, it's a small batch. Actually, they do mix it because it's 25 barrels of 13 year, 20 uh, 25 barrels of seven year in the small batch. The distilled distilled aging location is Kentucky. The potency is 86 proof with a 40 percent alcohol by volume. We already talked about mash build, and the bottled by is Three Springs Bottling Company in Bowling Green, Kentucky. For tasting notes. Well, if I had anything left in my glass, I would say the the color is a copper. Even though on their site they see a deep mahogany with bright honey highlights, I fucking get highlights. This isn't hair. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't got highlights. In one fucking color here, and it's going into my glass. The <laughs> the nose, I would. I'm smelling the bottle at this point. I definitely smell a sweetness. Um, actually. What are you smelling in the empty glass? So we did, as Sal always likes to comment, we tasting everything neat. We have, Sal has converted me for these tastings to taste everything neat. Much better, huh? It's definitely much better. Because Rob was a was an ice guy. I, I, he had more ice in his glass than he actually did bourbon. Yeah, I think uh, recently I've been drinking it neat pretty much all the time. I do like ice occasionally. But yeah, I guess... I guess I've taken on the neat. It's there, there's, I definitely smell like a butterscotch or sweetness. I, I get the oak the, the tr- from the charred barrels and, and some caramel. In the empty glass, correct? In the empty glass, yeah. Okay. So I definitely smell the oak. I taste the oak also. On their site, they say a banana bread and light brown sugar mix with mixed well with a smoky char flavor. I, I taste the smoky char flavor. I've never I, tasted banana bread did, in any freaking bourbon I've ever had. Did they say the banana bread's the nose or the taste? Taste. No, I, if I it tastes I like don't. fucking banana bread, this bottle will be gone. <laughs> like I, I, I don't. De- definitely don't taste banana bread. I also no. burned my mouth or my tongue on on the black bean soup I ate for dinner, so that may impact my ability to taste. But car- caramel, I get the char from the barrel, and then from a finished perspective, there's definitely a. Um, it, it, on their website, it says it's delicate and sweet with a round finish, approachable and lingers on the palate. Definitely lingers on the palate. Definitely sweet. A little kick. Not a big burn, which is nice. I don't like a big burn. I mean, some people want to show their their balls or their manhood. I'm more of a low-class type of guy. I'll, I like a subtle burn. I'm not ready to race to the ER for, for any purpose. God, this, this episode you don't like is hair, out of control. You don't, you don't like hair on your chest, Rob? Uh, I got, listen, I'm Italian and German. I got no fucking hair on my chest. I got hair <laughs> in places. Fuck, at this point. <laughs> There's your dad lesson. I will turn it over to Sal to give his review on the tasting notes. Overall, from my perspective, definitely a, a it's bourbon. Very surprising. Go ahead. So uh, I'm going to agree with Rob on, on the nose, the aroma, caramel, um, the, the, the oak on the taste uh, there is not at the first sip but there is a slight lingering uh, burn at the finish it, it, it definitely lingers nothing crazy nothing like oh my god I'm not going to drink this bourbon again 
Um, but uh, it's it's a tasty bourbon. I, I I don't taste the. I mean, I get it. I think I get the oak. I taste the oak. I taste the oak too. Um, I, I smell caramel, but I, I don't taste the caramel. I was thinking I just burned my friggin' tongue on the black bean soup. So, but I, <laughs> I definitely the oak I, is it's strong. The yeah, oak is definitely strong. I, I don't I don't get the banana bread. I, I don't I don't understand the banana bread. Um, maybe if maybe, maybe if my guy, wife can may- make the banana bread and see, <laughs> and I'm not exactly sure I would pair banana bread with bourbon. Maybe the guy had too much bourbon was that he day. Drinking when he put the tasting <laughs> yeah. notes in. Um, so so th- that's my tasting notes on the finish. As I mentioned, there is there's a, a slight slight burn at the finish, but overall uh, uh, an easy sipper. As I say. Uh, Smooth sipper. Smooth. Do you say easy or smooth? No, it's an e- it's an easy sipper. You want to use smooth sipper? <laughs> that acronym would not work. So <laughs> never mind. Uh, I, I, you want to give your rating, or you want me to give the rating? Uh, you can give yours if you want. Uh, I'm gonna give this a six barrel. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Did I steal your thunder? No, I was curious if you saw mine because I already put it into the notes. Oh, where? Right above yours. Oh, so I, 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 ch- I, I was, just changed it. I wasn't sure because there was some stuff here that I was deleting that was left over from the last. Yeah, uh, so I copied uh, the last one and just left uh, the rankings. Okay, that makes sense. I'll be 100% honest. When I first tasted it, I felt it was almost a four barrel. Um, but I feel like as we continued to taste it, it kind of grew on me. That was and like think, that was like the 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 Clyde Maze. The longer we let it sit out, yeah, and the more we drank, the better it got. <laughs> yeah, the problem is the more we drank. Um, but but it's tasty, and I think, at least in my mind, you should let it sit out for a little bit, maybe like a half hour. Maybe I don't know if it's gonna even be better with a uh, with an ice cube. I don't know, but I, I like it neat. I, I've kind of grown accustomed to it. But I think from a sorry, and the one thing I didn't cover was it's it's about a fifty dollar bottle, fifty to sixty dollar bottle, and I, yeah, I'm gonna go with six five. I'm gonna stay with what I wrote down prior to Sal giving his rating. It's a six five. I think it's a it's a decent bottle. I'd be very proud to have it on my shelf. It's not like the Dickel. The Dickel's for the Dickels. Yeah, the Dickel is for the Dickels. This is no. I, I I enjoy this. It's uh, this is definitely I'd something something I would have. Uh, I wouldn't say it would be my go to, um, but I would definitely have this. And it's and, not my go to. So Calumet makes a couple different versions, and there is versions. Version. Oh, versions. <laughs> versions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh boy. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, there. Is, fill up your glass, Rob. Yeah. There's a Calumet Black. Whoa. And. I don't see it on their website. I found it in, in North Carolina. The bottle? Mm-hmm. Why is it not on their website? I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. So yeah. I'll go back when I go single rack black. Here it is. So they just make 19 barrels of it. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm glad I drank it all. You So you bought it in? I oh, it my God. 60 bucks. It was nothing. Single rack black? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's right on their website. If you can find a bottle of Calumet Black... Ship I, it to us. We'll be more than happy to, to accept it as a gift. <laughs> ship it to us. We'll taste it and tell you how we how we think of it. But if you can find it, buy it. It's definitely worth it. It is. It was one of... 
I think I've been drinking bourbon maybe three years now, and I only drink bourbon at this point. Maybe like a, 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 a vodka and soda or something, but I don't drink beer anymore. This black is definitely one of the best that I've ever had, and it was at the beginning of when I started trying bourbon. Don't so. get don't get turned off by the, the by the name black. The the bourbon is not black. I'm on the website. It is it is a copper. It looks like a copper color. Why do they call it single rack black? Is it on a black racks? I'm no fucking clue. I'm not there marketing know. people. It's like this, so it's like exactly like this, and it there's a it's called black. Black. Here we go. Bottled as the Extreme Small Batch, 19 barrels, Calumet Farm Single Rack Black 10-year-old bourbon whiskey selects a specific center-cut rack. Each chosen rack of charred white oak barrels provides the optimum level of temperature and humidity shifts, ensuring the best balance of flavor. The results of this bourbon craftsmanship is bold, vigorous, and luxurious. That's good. I'm not going to lie. It is definitely a good bourbon. And I highly suggest it if you can find it. If I can find it, we'll rate it. All right. So we're on 45 minutes. I think we're we're good. You good? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Well, I didn't sleep tonight. I Guys, just want to say, guys and gals, whoever's listening, we are over 1,000 downloads. And because of you, thank you very much. We, Rob and I will keep this going. We're still having fun. We don't hate each other yet. <laughs> oh, this is a ball. We're, we're having a blast, and I think it's only going to get bigger and better. We are th- looking. If you're interested, you know, if you want to come on the show, hit us up. It's the Rad Dad's Show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I said podcast, but it's the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com. Or even hit us up on one of the uh, social media platforms, direct message or PM us. Yeah, or- we're, we're, we monitor all of it. We're pretty much pretty attentive so if we are on instagram we're on facebook we have a facebook page we have an instagram account so if we are, we're on twitter if you're interested in coming on and you have something to share that's be beneficial for dads and, and moms out there or parents honestly because that's what we're about is, is building better better information for parents out there so they can parent better and honestly live a better life and and understand because the reason we started this is because we didn't feel there was enough information out there for for dads Everyone caters to moms. No one gives a shit about us. So, and dad, and there's so much stuff I want to impart from from my knowledge. There's so much I want to tell people and and let dads know that there's people out there. Like a perfect example is Patrick, right? There's people out there who have experienced this before. Reach out and get the support you need. And listen, I, I'm just keep beating the same drum, but everyone, there's other people who have experienced what you're experiencing. And if you need help or if you need someone, you know, a shoulder to, to consult or just, you know, have someone listen, there's that people out there. If there's anything you really want to hear, you want us to kind of research, because we do do a, a research for this podcast. As much fun as we have, we put a lot of work into this. If there's something you want to hear, hit us up. We'll, we'll do it. Absolutely. If something that Rob and I experienced, we'll absolutely uh, love to talk about it. And if not, we'll find someone who's experienced it. Yep. We have we have that kind of reach. Or just keep badgering people until we find somebody. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll just pay someone to come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, we're bringing principals on. We're bringing divorce people on. We, we brought on somebody who lost a child. We'll probably bring on at some point someone who lost a spouse. So, you know, they're, they're tough conversations to have, but there's people out there who have experienced it. And, and I've already... And need some guidance. And need guidance. And so. want to know that... It'll be okay and, and want to know that, you know, 
they are experiencing what everyone else experiences in their situation. Yep. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep Give us some reviews on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you're listening, review it because it makes a difference on where we come up on the search criteria. Thank you again. Keep listening.